Pickaxe. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of our special Baldur's Gate 3 cast D&D one-shot here on High Rollers. I'm your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock Humes, and uh, thank you for joining us after the break. We find ourselves deep in a sort of hidden passageway, a hidden set of uh, this kind of dungeon beneath the tourist trap. Uh, this tourist attraction dedicated to a bloody part of Athcatla's history. Um, you have found, uh, well, Lazelle and, and Shadowheart and their new companion, Bing, Bong the imp have found a secret compartment and a passageway that has led them in deeper into this dungeon and to a chamber with a trapped drow elf inside a barrier dome. Meanwhile, en route, we have Asterian, Karlak, Will, and Gale who have uh, pursued various different avenues, have been given leads, and are on their way, making their way to Joaquin's Promenade to discover the secret of the uh, ball spawn experience at the Adventure Mart presented by Adventures Mart um, and make their way and reunite with the team. Um, and yeah, so Lazel and Shadowheart, for you guys, uh, you see this this man. He has a kind of like gentle handsomeness to him. Very soft features, long white hair, lavender, almost pink eyes. Um, and you can see that he's badly hurt. And it looks like from the carnage in this room, he fought like mo pretty much every monster down in this dungeon. Um, and But he seems to be trapped in this dome of magic. And you can see there's this arcane machine around you. There are crystals and runes everywhere. Um, and some sort of device that maybe seems to be connected to this 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 dome, this panel. Um, and there's also some other things I didn't mention last time, you know, a quick glance. Um, so he looks over to you and kind of looks over and says, well, perhaps I won't starve down here. Uh, I hope that you can rescue me. Uh, and he kind of looks around uh, at you both. Um, you see that he has one scimitar in like a scabbard on his belt. Um, and then on the floor outside of the dome, it looks like another scimitar is laying on the ground, like it was like knocked away or something like that. Um, and there is also a black statue of a panther um, on the ground. Um, and uh, you would see that Shadowheart with your passive perception. I don't think Lazel would spot those two items, but you do see the carnage. And I would say Lazel. <laughs> no, wisdom is not intelligence, my dear. Um, Lazel, what you would notice, you're a seasoned warrior. Yes. Sir. You are an expert killer, and you see before you this scene of carnage. Like you can tell that that elf in that dome is a like is a expert killer like they are a seasoned warrior they have butchered these like foes um you don't think that they're the one who dragged the bodies down here um this looks like they were you know almost making their way through here and have fought loads of enemies basically like just by the cut marks and the scene of the battle and stuff like that um but you can definitely tell that whoever that is they are dangerous like they or they could be a formidable foe if they if they crossed you but Maybe they're injured. Maybe now would be the best time to strike whilst they're, you know, injured. Uh, something like that. I don't think we should assist you quite yet until you tell us what's happened. That is very understandable. A very reasonable thing to ask. Stand Straight. down, Shadowheart. I'll Straight take it from here. Why do you have to go in with the aggression? <laughs> Shadowheart, you said. One of you is called a, a peculiar name, though. Damn it. Not that, <laughs> Not that different from some of my own aliases. But no, I'm happy to tell you what happened. I, a friend of mine asked me to locate some uh, kidnapped victims, some uh, abductees. Uh, I pursued the trail. It led to this strange, quite gruesome mockery of a tragedy that happened here a century ago. But I found the secret passage that led deeper down. Uh, and... Uh, 
I fought my way through a number of monsters, demons, golems, uh, the creations of perhaps the, the dark architect of this place. And uh, when I fought them, I was injured, I stumbled back and activated this trap. Can I do it? Deception check with guidance, please. Yeah, are you trying, I don't trust this no. guy. So are you trying to deceive them, or are you trying to tell if he's oh, deception? Oh, perce- uh, insight. It's insight. insight. Yeah, so insight, insight is like to like read body language mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Perception is like noticing things. Insight is like, is somebody lying insight. to me? Is there right. something going on okay. here? Insight. Uh, so yeah, you can cast guidance on it. yourself. Um, I will say this: it's very obvious that you cast a spell, like you pray to Shah, you feel the magic mm-hmm. fill you. So he knows that you cast some sort of spell on yourself. But then, yeah. You can totally try and like get a read on his body language. Absolutely. Should, should yeah. we? Oh, yeah, I yeah. think we should. Sure. He's injured. So, like, I'm yeah. Doing it. Absolutely. So D twenty, and mm-hmm. then you're going to add your insight bonus on your character sheet. So your insight skill bonus. Five. And then you Ooh. get a D four on top because you cast guidance on yourself. Okay, great. Nice. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so is that total with your plus five? No, no, no. That's eighteen. Eighteen. And two. Two. So twenty total. Mm-hmm. You shadow heart. You can see this man clearly. Whatever magic is going on, it's like almost like two-way frosted glass. He can sort of, he doesn't seem to be able to see you, but you can see him clearly. And you gaze into those lavender eyes. You examine his body art, his body language, and you can tell that this is a man who has killed a lot. But it's never been, you, you get the sense of a gentleness, you get earnestness as well, almost too much sincerity. Uh, this is somebody who deception is not a natural fit to them. Okay. Um, this is, and even the way that they stare at you, there's just something gentle about it. Um, it would be Shut very difficult. Heart, compose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong, and now this guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No time for romance, Shadowheart. <laughs> I'm not I agree. anyone. I agree. And unfortunately, my heart belongs to another, but... Uh... Okay. I'm glad that's out of the way. <laughs> Stop embarrassing me, Nadal! You're <laughs> 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 a good-looking trowel. <laughs> do you know more of the enemies that you faced here? Um, I believe I do, yes. I believe I know the one who was responsible for the kidnappings here in Athkatla. Uh, they are channeling, they are using the people they kidnapped to power some sort of dark machine. I was not able to reach the heart of his laboratory, but based on my knowledge of history, I have a good idea of who it may be. Who? He kind of says, I will spare you the long version of the story. Please do. (laughs) I believe that the creature that resides here is a replica, a creation, a magical clone of a mage called John Irenicus. Well, fuck me. They were once the scourge of this city. They uh, had a laboratory here. They fought against the Balspawn. They uh, attacked the Cowled Wizards and nearly destroyed much of Faerun when they tried to assimilate the life of uh, an elven life tree. Uh, But uh, that was stopped many years ago. Johnny Renicus, the original, was killed. It seems that this laboratory was fit to create these mutant and, and disgusting abominations of life, these clones of uh, magically infused power. Um, I believe that uh, to be the true enemy here. What happened with our friend? We, he was floating in the air and he had leaky stuff and <laughs> then loads of these prismy guys that I can see the remnants of here came and attacked us. Why do you think that is, and does this have something to do with this John fellow? Well, is your friend, uh, are they special in some way? Do they have power or uh, something that uh, others might desire? Yes, yes. you could say that. Uh, and that would align with Irenicus's uh, motives in the past. Irenicus long ago tried to um, steal the power, the power of Baal, the god of murder, from a chosen. Uh, they tried to take this power for themselves and uh, make themselves a god, essentially. Uh, if your friend is special, they may be trying to do this clone, is likely trying to repeat the actions of its creator. And where is the clone now? I can't say for sure. I believe that if I remember, it's been a few days uh, since I was caught here. Uh, the passageway continues through a collapsed section. There is a continuation of the dungeon on the other side of that. I, I suspect beyond there, I can. I, I felt that the that we were getting closer to the heart of it uh, when we travelled here. So you did not meet this clone. 
No, not yet. I was, I was, uh, I was fighting the denizens, the guardians of this place. But then I fell into this trap—a a foolish and rookie error, I must admit. I'm afraid that I am quite badly injured. But if you were to release me, I would send word to my friend, um, and then I would, pa I would jo gladly join you uh, once my wounds have recovered a little against this foe. I like him. Shadowheart, you're way too trusting, especially when you look into his lavender eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it seems like Gail is caught up in some spa procedure and the others just don't seem to give a shit about what's happening here apart from us two. So, looks like we need all the help we can get. Well, if it alleviates you in any way, if you were to release me uh, whilst I heal my wounds, I would be glad to lend you the aid of a companion of mine to keep you safe in, until I'm healed. Who is this companion? They are a, um, a friend that I can summon. A friend that you can trust? Oh, yes. They, she has saved my life many times. Yes. <sighs> Shadowheart. Well, the lavender eyes can't The mechanism, and he points, the mechanism that controls the ward, this trap, is just there. Um, and he points to like a runic sigil with almost like a pulse of light around a rune. And you can see a complex web of ley lines with different runes sort of surrounding it and things like that. Um, I was going to do a cool puzzle, but we don't have much time left. <laughs> so I'll show, you, I'll show you the cool puzzle. Uh, it kind of looks a little bit like this. Um, and you would recognize um, now what languages does uh, Shadowheart and Lazel speak? It should say something. Common and Elvish. Uh, draconic and Elvish. And mm -hmm. uh, Githyanki, surely. And Githyanki, yeah, yeah, you absolutely would. It's I, not I, I forgot to. I, <laughs> apologize, <laughs> I apologize. I forgot to put it on there. But I shall add um, it right now. You can, you can have that for now. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, you guys are a little bit puzzled looking at this. Um, you can't understand puzzled. what any of the runes, sh runes say, um, and you're not quite sure how to manipulate it. Um, after spending a little bit of time sort of pondering it over, you begin to hear the sounds of uh, four companions loudly and. <laughs> Kind of, kind of following behind you, um, just because I need but you all guys where together. Where did you get those boots from? <laughs> I want you all together for the final. Um, Do so you yeah. you've enjoyed your spa, Gail? <laughs> well, it was interrupted, but you know, got enough done. Half the beard. Um, half the beard. Half the beard has been shaved off. Yeah. Maybe he, he can magically Still sort of like yeah, clean the rest. <laughs> Uh, so you guys basically found the adventurer's mark thanks to uh, Gail's uh, detecting of, of the kind of like the subtle traces of it, the clues that you were given by Imowen. Um, when you speak to the little gnome guy at the front desk, he'll tell you that yes, this a fellow calling himself Moonraiser, a drow elf, came by and seemed and was interested in the ball, you know, spawn experience. Um, Can we see the elf right now? So you guys walk in. You guys are like loudly on this conversation. You walk in. You see Lazel and Shadowheart like puzzling over this rune system yeah. and. Then you see the dome with the drow elf. I'm going to shriek as loudly <laughs> as I can and point to go. Oh my God! You're Trisidurin. Trisidurin. Uh, uh, he he kind of like uh, very bashfully is just like ah. Oh. Uh, I was hoping that perhaps I would not be recognized, but... Uh, I would sort of go, sorry, uh, big fan. Oh. Anyway, um, so I have a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, well, yes, I'd be, you're, I, I am indisposed, and he looks at the magical trap he finds himself in. Uh, I do not know if they are your companions. I can see, I can't see your details. I can only see sort of visages through this. They're not interesting, it's fine. Listen, when you do, I'm going to proceed to ask him as many fan person <laughs> questions sure. yeah, absolutely. about his adventures and yeah. all that stuff as possible until somebody interrupts me. Yeah. He, Not now, Starian. He has <laughs> the patience of a saint. He answers everyone. He asks all about you. It's very back and forth. You know, it's very... You're like, we're best friends. Like, are, yeah, I'm yeah. convinced now yeah, he's my but, best friend. Yeah, absolutely. And he knows me better than um, And then, yeah, so, like, anybody else, like, I would say that, like, uh, for those of you, and especially Prince for those at home, because uh, there's a few, like, blank faces of, like, who is Neil talking about? Uh, this fellow is a famous drow adventurer called Drist Duerden. Uh, he is a very famous adventurer that is known all across the, 
the, the Sword Coast. Um, many sort of tales and stories have been told about him. Um, and yeah, you guys, I think Gail and Karlak would probably know. Will, you've definitely heard of Drist. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's like the kind of epitome of what the Blade of Frontiers is like, you know, almost like a, you know, an icon to like sure. live up to. Um, I think that like you guys definitely would be like, whoa, this is pretty big. <laughs> it's, um, like, it's like if Will gets big, he's <laughs> <laughs> Forming an orderly cue, ends out of our pockets. Yeah, yeah. Um, does Karlak spot the imp? Uh, yes, I think that Karlak. I mean, Bing Bong's just stood next to Shadow. In fact, probably like perched on your shoulder or something, right? Like yeah. it's like kind of. So yeah, Karlak would that totally see the imp. Okay. <laughs> Karlak, Bing Bong, Bing Bong, Karlak. And, and Karlak's going to say, "Get the fuck away from her." Uh, do you say in common? Uh, no, I'll say that in, f- in Infernal, please. Okay. Uh, the uh, little imp kind of whips its head around you and it's just like, Oh, no trouble, no trouble! And he flies up into the air, like, away from Shadowheart and he, he like, clearly holds his hand out. I don't know me, no business! I- I'm not I'm not in servants of anyone! I work, at the, I work at the Adventurer's Mart! Oh. Yeah, they're talking in, yeah, they're talking in Infernal. So you all hear, <laughs> But he's just like, I work at the Adventurer's Mart! I'm the door guy, I'm Bing Bong! What's an imp? doing in Faerun? I got summoned and then the guy who summoned me died before he sent me back and I'm stuck here so I got a job at the Adventurer's Mart. It's the only place in the world. They call me Bing Bong. Does Carlack like, believe him? Uh, you can make an insight check. Let's do that before I kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't kill Bing Bong. Is it 10? Uh, plus one. Plus one. 11. I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, imps are on the bottom rung. Of their nine hells, like they sure. are, they are treated pretty badly, yes. and you've including def- by Carlac. yeah, including by Carlac. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's not imp. The story he said is pretty plausible. Like there are times when summonings go wrong, and like the demon or the devil gets trapped on the other side. Most people wouldn't probably trust an imp. Yeah. I mean, it could be that he's like, oh, I'm free of the nine hells. Like, yeah. I, yay, I can live a peaceful life. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've got eyes on you. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, no problem. I'm just. This is my friend. She was really nice to me. She gave me a hug. And <laughs> 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 um, I might join the back of the queue to meet Driss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mum told me all about him. I will look at Yeah, like that. Yeah, Um, you have to tech magic up, don't you, Gail? Yes, I do. You walk in, and first of all, this dome, very powerful magic. Mm. You can sense that the sense of this unnatural magic that you've been following is getting stronger as you go into this thing. But you also pick up two little blips. Mm. The scimitar on the ground in front of the dome and the little Black Panther statue, powerful magical auras. They are magical items. Ooh. Orbs I'm, getting a little. Not eat them. The orbs getting a little <laughs> hungry. Honestly, I've had a couple a of glasses of wine. <laughs> nothing to eat all morning. Honestly, <laughs> things happen. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave that hanging there. If you, um, you would like um, I'm going to have that banter. You, you, you oh, so oh, 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 Don't you well have it that. Uh, okay. you, you, straight down the hatch. You know, straight straight down. Right now, because we can't see it, chat is exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you pick them up. Um, and when you pick them up, before you have a chance to start, you know, sucking them dry, um, you hear a voice that calls out this very calm voice. I have a way with words. Um, like, I, may I ask that your friend be careful with those? The the panther statue is especially important to me. Can I? Can I meet? Because I'm because he knows. Well, yeah, he, he points out, and you like turn around, oh, yeah, and you see Gale. I'm, I'm, I'm immediately walking up to him and going. Doing with what? it and taking it off it. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, do you want to stop like a Saren? Like, Saren's trying to take yes, this off you. Give it back. Okay. All right, let's, <laughs> All let's right. do this. So, so let's have an opposed. And this is going to be the best. Stop it. It's trips. If we could have an opposed athletics check from you, well, both. that's going to go great. This is why it's brilliant. Minus one both, I believe. Minus one to Minus one. We're going really well. Okay, but do I have the power of friendship? No, I don't. No. He's not really my friend. No. No. Minus one. Uh, that is a 17. Oh, four. 17. Asterion, you managed to wrestle <laughs> both, uh, you I know. yours, it's trips. <laughs> and you now hold, Asterion, you now hold in your hand, uh, Icing Death, the scimitar, which you know yes, is a I magical scimitar. <laughs> yeah. You begin to see, as, as Asterion holds it, ice begins to form up the blade mm. and trail this cold of mist. And then in your other hand, an onyx black panther figurine. I'm going to, uh, once I've got away from him and then realize what I'm doing, 
I'm gonna get. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look at this and go. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm going to really think about whether or not I give it back to Chris right now. Sure. And just sort of, just just stand there. Sure. Holding these things. Um, uh, while you are standing there holding things, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been looking at these runes. You don't understand runes, but I think like Karlak and Will, <laughs> you guys would rec recognize that whilst they are not written in infernal or demonic script, there is elements of infernal magic used to create this warding trap. It's probably normally used to trap like outsiders, but it's been turned against the living basically. Um, and you quickly realize that actually uh, you can move this orb of power, but it takes a force of will to do it. Like you have to. Basically, use uh, the force of will to control this uh, orb around, and that no, the different runes. A yeah, force of will. A force yeah. of will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would know that the runes are kind of going from the top is hold. In fact, if you want to hold that up for me, uh, thanks very much, Dev. Um, so the top rune is hold. Uh, the one to the right side is punish. The one to the left side underneath is uh, uh, expand. Um, the one beneath that is contract. The one beneath punish is vent. And then the very bottom one is release. So it looks like there's like a sequence where you can sort of move the orb around to uh, unlock the thing. And it just takes a force of will. Rather than doing the puzzle, you can just basically be like, I want to open Oh, it. just smash it, Karlak. <laughs> Let's get this over and smash done it. Right now, from the Nautiloid, don't smash it. <laughs> Not doing that again, that was very upsetting. Perhaps I shall smash it then with my great sword. Yeah, if you want to. You can totally, like, the machine. Oh, really <laughs> this this no, is like, no, uh, no, this is like a machine. Let's not do that. There's like all these like crystals and like runes and stuff on the sides. You could totally just be like, if you want to. That's what I should do. How okay. do I do that? You I'm going to put myself in front her? of you. Yeah, yeah, you can both jump on Lazel yeah. like, no! Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah. that would be athletics checks from all three Serious. of you, please. So this is d20 plus your athletic skill. And then, uh, bing bong, oh, big roll. Big 19 roll. plus 5. 19 plus 5. Oh, cool. 16. 16. You get the two of you, Lazel, that kind of, you know, Lazel isn't as big as Karlak, but there's like this kind of really tight strength to that Yankee frame. And she just throws you both off, and you can make a great sword attack against the machine, Lazel. How do I do that? So you're just going to make attack as if you were attacking a monster. Yeah. So your middle column where you've got the great, great. sword. Yeah. Um, if you remember when you made the attack, so yeah. that middle area with a great mm -hmm. sword with a bonus. D20 plus that bonus. Okay. Oh, I got it. Oh, it's a nine. Is that the nine? Yeah. Yeah. Nine plus my five. So fourteen. I'd say that's a big. That's enough to. This kind of set into the wall. It's not particularly hard. It's just tough to hit. Mm. But you do enough. Yeah. And then if you roll damage for me, um, so two d six plus three for you. I think so that's your greatsword damage. Am I doing with this one? Again? Uh, no. Wait. So you want two normal oh. dice. This is damage. So you hit and then you deal damage. Eight. Eight points of damage. You do enough. It's, like, it's eleven because it's plus three. Plus three, that's right, because oh. you add your strength to it as well. So right. it says on your greatsword there. Um, that's what they're doing. I got you back. I got you back, sister. Thank you. The greatsword smashes into the side. Like, Karlak and Will, you're both thrown off as Lazel kind of brings this sword of bear, and it carves into the side of the machine, cleaving through um, some of the runes. And you watch as that orb kind of. There's a moment where the dome rapidly shrinks and like you see the elf almost like reflectively tries to make himself small in case he's gonna be crushed. Then it grows big. Then it seems to like, you see the elf like hold like he's being choked. Then there's a burst of lightning and then the dome vanishes. Like the whole machine just goes haywire and just goes. You're welcome. <laughs> you see him kind of like smoldering a little bit from the lightning. Whilst, whilst the methods perhaps were not to my choosing, I am grateful for the result. Um, thank you, thank you. I'm afraid that I'm still a little injured uh, to go on yet. I need some time to rest my wounds, and I must send word to Imowin about what I've discovered uh, to send the Shadow Thieves. But uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, he looks at you, and I'm glad to meet you all finally. I am Dristuard, and he'll come round, he'll offer a hand. Like, nice to meet you, nice to kind of like go to so my, I don't even look at him, that as he offers. Yeah, uh, may I? May I? It's just to hold them like that, and then he just takes, he takes them. them. <laughs> like that. Should I heal his wounds? 
Oh, please, no. You will need your magical okay. strength for what is to come. This is the sound Bye! Bye. <laughs> now that I'm out of that dome, I will very quickly return to the surface, send word to Imowin, purchase supplies, food. I, I have not eaten or drunk in several days. I, <coughs> I must attend to that first. And then I can replenish my strength. But no, go ahead. If you can, whatever this, this clone is doing, you must stop it. They are harming innocents here in Athkatla. They are using them to power this sick machine that they are using, I think at least. Ah, uh, you must stop them. Uh, and likely it seems that whatever has drawn you here, this friend of yours you spoke of, mm. if you do not stop the clone, they will take their body for their own. And with power, this would be a great, a great evil to unleash on the world. Uh, I will return as quickly as I can, but to keep you company at least, and he holds the pantheronic statue up, uh, and he just says, Guinevar! Uh, and you see that from the statue, this swirling black mist and smoke takes the form of a giant black panther. It's very, it's very old. <laughs> and it kind of nuzzles up against him, and he just like rubs the head, and he's like, ah, my old friend, I missed you. Um, and he says, like, Guinevar will keep you safe until I can return. Um, okay. Satisfactory ending. Of course. She likes it behind the ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like, it's un uneasy around you at first, but as soon as you get the good spotlight, kind of like leans into it. <laughs> like, I've read the stories, so exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry that I cannot stay longer. I, I must go back to the surface to get something to eat and drink, but uh, I will join you as soon as I can. Good luck. Thank you once again for saving me. And he just smiles, kind of gives you this really kind of like disarming, charming smile, and then whoosh, and in quick as lightning, like his boots seem to glow with magic, and he is out the door and gone in the blink of an eye, like whoosh, gone. I see why you like boots. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense now. Alrighty. Uh, so, what's the plan, folks? Are you gonna head on, uh, continue on? So where are the exits from the... So this was like a side chamber. There yeah. is a continuation of the path that leads to like a broken chasm. Okay. But then there is another section of the dungeon beyond, like a wider, grander, older looking part of this like <coughs> complex. Um, there is another locked door, but you know, you're not sure. Like Dritz told you that like the source of we this tower was straight. Yeah, let's go down. Let's go. Yeah, is it wide enough for us to go like in, do we have to go single column? Can we go no, no, together, this is or? definitely wide enough that like you guys <coughs> can, can kind of go in like, you can probably go three by three, it's 15 okay. foot wide. All right, so we can go spread out, but also in better tactical than just being bunched sure. together. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys make your way, and following this path, you have to sort of jump across the chasm. You make your way down it. You find uh, these kind of stone pillars engraved with the visage of an elven man, but the face almost pulled up and tight. Their features gaunt, dark clothing, as they sort of stare ominously. And you see these kind of stone visages, and in each one is engraved words like greatness, destiny. Power. It's um, nice down here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll pass and admire these like great ideas. And then you arrive and you emerge. There's a large sort of set of archways, and as you do, I would like you guys to pass your miniatures and place you yourselves at the very far end of this chamber here, facing that room. The corridor opens up into a large cavernous space. Eldritch machinery hums behind the stone walls as a large glowing sphere upon a strange dais crackles with red lightning. Statues of ancient figures loom down from the far wall. Large vats and tubes rise out of the stone platforms. The blurred visages of humanoid shapes within twist and jerk as the magical energy in the space crackles and spits. A single figure, clad in dark clothing with tight, gaunt skin, looks up at three people shackled to the wall, the ominous structure behind him. As you enter, you see the figure slowly turn. What is this? Ah, the companions of the Balspawn. I see now. You have tracked me here. Interesting. And he looks at each one of you, and there is nothing behind those eyes. There is just malice and death 
waiting behind them. There's no anger or pity or even surprise. There is just passive, grim malice. He looks at each of you and his eyes especially linger on Gale and Carlac. You both carry great power within you. You will serve to power my machines for many years to come. And he reaches up and twists his hand and you feel this force kind of encapsulate the archway that you entered, sealing you in the chamber. You wish to stop me from taking the Balspawn's body, but I needed to complete my great work. You, he points, you, you, and you. You have come here to die, but the two of you shall be of great use to me. Sister, do not kill them, but you may kill the others. As you watch as one of these great glass vats hisses and steams and slides open to reveal a woman that bears a striking resemblance to the man, not Paul Tortkin, almost darkly beautiful elven woman with dark hair, kind of, she kind of stretches. Um, do you want to come with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No! <laughs> yeah. Shit! We're out of our depth! <laughs> so, yeah, come on by Yay. and Ooh. take a seat with me, <gasps> fellow DM, I guess, at this point. <laughs> um, as uh, the clone of John Irenicus and his sister, Bodhi, look down and, uh, yeah, what is Bodhi? He kind of like gestures to them. She stands and looks at each of you like your lunch. You have never felt less human in your entire life, and there's this glitter of playful cruelty, almost like she's pulling secrets out of your fears. And she just giggles and glances to her brother. <laughs> so I can play with the others. Yes, you may <laughs> indulge your desires. You can see that he is a stark contrast, where this, his sister, is all pleasure and, and sick, kind of uh, almost uh, hungry gaze. His remains impassive and uncaring. I shall deal with the mageling and the hellspawn. You deal with the rest. And with that, we are going to roll initiative. <laughs> That's a I've, never had, I've yeah. never had someone sat here with me. It's really Friend. fun. Yay! Oh, I've got one. I got a one. <laughs> a one. A nine. Sixteen. Nice. Ten. Just two. Uh, so, uh, Gale. What do we get for Gale? Three. Three. <laughs> Starion. Starion. Nat 20 plus three. So oh. 23. 23. Yep. Lazelle. Ten. Ten. Uh, Shadowheart. Uh, 18. 18, very good. Karlak. 10, baby. 10, baby. Uh, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have, well, I'll tell you what, you guys can just, yeah, it's at the same time. It won't make a big difference. Will. 12. 12, alrighty. And then, uh, my dear sister, what did you get? Just an 8, I want just to play. Okay, very good. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we're both gonna have to watch, because Asterion, quick as anything, yeah. you are the first to act. So, now, I'm gonna give you a little bit of, like, brief DM explanations yes. here. You can see that these kind of figures up here on the <coughs> map, these are chained living victims like you can see one wears the dress of a priest similar gale you would recognize the where gale and will clearly a sunni priestess mm -hmm. uh, that's been grabbed um the next one along appears to be this halfling thief um but you can see a dark magic is kind of flowing through his body um and then the last one that you can see is a uh, 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 almost radiant, angelic-like being. Like, they have golden swirls on their skin, long flowing hair. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, this one would be a, um, a high elf. Uh, so they look like a cowled wizard, but with their mask taken off. They look like a, they're wearing a cowled wizard's robe and everything else. Um, and you can see that they're chained up here. This device is this spinning orb with red lightning crackling around it. And you, Gale, 
that is the source of the spell on Taff. That machine is what is channeling this spell at such a great distance. All right. Um, and that is that is some little information for you guys from the map. So, Asterion, uh, you are up first. Cool. Before I do anything, just a quick question. Are the three people being chained on the wall, does it look like something's been sucked out and not drawn to the thing? It doesn't look like it yet. Okay. Okay. All right. That's just... <laughs> Very <laughs> intentional point choice of words. Yes. Um, okay. I'm going to... Bodhi, I know who Bodhi is. If I, if it's common knowledge, I would say that, that you have heard of, and I'm you would, and you would also have that sense that, yeah. like, you can yeah, sense yeah. the same undead spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to bear my fangs and go full, sort of, sort of a vampiric. Assuming that everybody knows that I'm a vampire. Yes. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go full You're vampire and goes, ah, I see, a fellow kindred spirit. Yeah. And how pretty you are, my darling. As I, as I, I'm going to dash forward and fire an assassination shot with a flaming arrow straight at Bodhi. Sure, sure, as sure, I sure. sort of scream this, as I shut this. Yeah, I will point out Bodhi's not surprised, but you will have no, advantage. No, but it says advantage. Yes, you will, and you will, and yeah, you will absolutely get advantage, but no auto crit. I'm, I'm going to sort of. Yeah. Uh, is there like a, do you get disadvantage if you're on different heights? And uh, so I'm going to say that anybody who has the high one has advantage, but you don't have disadvantage. This is so she actually kind of. She uh, currently has like advantage over you because she's at a higher elevation. Yes. Interesting. I can't dash as far as that to get on the same elevation. Well, I don't know, you might be able to count it. So, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then if you dash, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you can get all the way up here if you dash. Yeah, I'm going to go to here. Sure. So, actually, this bit is going to be like a hop, skip, again, that jump thing. Like yeah, fire sure, sure, sure. Past, and, like, sort of take a fire with a flaming arrow at her. Okay. Like nice. Each one of those squares is half one. Uh, five feet. <coughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> uh, Might yeah. have fucked up! <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that's advantage on the roll. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are first to act, you are acting before Bodhi, so you have advantage on the attack. Okay, so that is plus five. Uh, what am I rolling for? Uh, to hit. 18 so. is in the first one. Okay, let's see if you get any high. Second one is eight, that's 20, that's an 18 plus five, that's 23. I think that hits you. Yeah, so. that hits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. This is a flaming arrow, so it's mm -hmm. plus. It's D4. Extra D4 of fire damage, yes. There's no yeah. other enemies around us, so that effect won't matter. Um, but so it's an extra D4 of fire damage, and you get sneak attack because you made the attack, attack with advantage. Well. So that means I get. That's 2D6. Extra 2D6. Plus 1D6. Plus 7. It's, oh, sorry, plus three. Three plus a d4. Plus a, oh my god. Yeah. 3d6, right. d4, plus three. <laughs> Alright, so. Three Rogues do a lot of damage. 3d6. Pencil, please, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need 3d6, plus You're a d4. Plus one more time, three. Plus three. Yes. That's how this works. Yeah, that's how you got it. You nailed it. Okay, darling. <laughs> Starry needs some new boots and probably made out of a vampire. Uh, it's not bad. That's six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's fifteen plus thirteen. Uh, 30, eighteen points damage. Eighteen points damage, and some of that is fire damage. So fire damage. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Um, so you see this arrow kind of streaks through the air. <laughs> Asterion fires it. You, do you want to tell us how you react? Yeah. It hits her in the shoulder, and she just kind of. And you can see these needle sharp fangs, and she just pulls it out of her shoulder. Adorable. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Starian, anything else on your turn? Yeah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of range. I'm you've, got, sure. you've got about two squares of movement left. I want to get <laughs> this way, as far as sort of carrying on past. So I hit the deck, do a roll, and carry that's on. That's about as far as you can get. Yeah, right here. that's fine. Yeah, I'm trying to No wink. Uh, no wink. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a shit. At the end of your turn, Asterian, yeah. uh, Irenicus, the clone of Irenicus, yeah. is going to turn to Bodhi. Do not allow our name to be disparaged. Finish him, sister. And he is going to use a legendary action. This is a special thing that monsters, like big powerful monsters can use, where they can do things at the end of your turns. And this one allows his sister Bodhi to move and make one weapon attack. Uh, so, move yourself as you wish, sister, okay. um, and make a weapon attack if you wish. Alright, I am going to... Does grappling count as an action? It would be part of the attack action, yeah. Okay. But so you, you, you know that your brother will perhaps help uh, help you with that in the future. Okay. In that case, I am just... This is very gonna... unfair, we're absolutely <laughs> teaming up on you. Yes, you're absolutely <laughs> So, I am going to... 
flip. She's she's just cartwheeling and back flipping towards you like she finds this absolutely hilarious. Okay. And as she lands in front of you in this crouch, she pulls out this blade, this jagged, angry-looking metal blade from her side and makes a, a swipe towards you. Uh, Why is this so hot? <laughs> uh, so, I'm rolling on that. Yes. So that's just a regular uh, plus, yeah, plus five. five. Yeah. Okay. Oh! So, 12. 12 hits, no. Does not hit, I'm afraid. Arm class 14. So you kind of dodge kind of to the side as the blade sweeps past. I like, past. I like the idea as you sweep past, it's sort of like, I just go, oh. As <laughs> 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 you just sweep past. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I can't take a bonus. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'll just stay here. <laughs> Making awkward eye contact Making from a little bit very too close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is that was at the end of your turn, Asterion. Uh, we then go to um, Shadowheart. What is your dexterity score, please? My dexterity score is plus two. Plus two. Uh, what's the actual number underneath 14. it? Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, unfortunately, the clone is fifteen, and I'm going to have him go first, and then you're going to go straight afterwards. So you watch as Irenicus, this mage uh, of famous renown, but this clone of him, looks up, turns to the, uh, let's say the, da, 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 um, I'm going to say the high elf, uh, and he just reaches up and he's like, "Your power, give it to me." And you watch as this spectral chain extends from the High Elf to his hand. And as it does, this power seems to flare into him. And you see the High Elf kind of shudder and kind of gasp with pain. Um, and then he's going to look around. You can see that he's channeling some sort of power. And he's going to look in your direction, Karlak. And he's going to say, You shall serve me. And he's going to cast dominate person uh, so this is a spell that will take complete control of Karlak and uh, kind of point her to like try and attack stuff um, so if there's anything anybody has that they would like to do to try and destroy uh, maybe something you've got oh yes right <laughs> maybe you something you've got there right now I would never oh, yes. never suggest a Counter. player would you like to use your scroll yes. counter spell just go up to that great big fiery ball and that's fine I just read it from that uh, so the way it's going to work out because this is a spell higher than you can normally cast um, and also like you know it's a contesting you're going to need to roll I need you to roll a okay. d20 yep. you're going to add 3 add 3 and you need to beat a 14 so you need to get an 11 or higher uh, to do this. Okay. Um, as you pull the scroll out, you begin reciting the magical words, but are you going to be you know, capable enough to deflect this spell that he's about yeah. to cast? Very relaxed after the sparse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll get a bit of a... It's a seven. Seven is not enough. Not enough. So you watch as the scroll crumbles, but whoever this is, they're they're stealing arcane knowledge from this elf, and it's far greater than your current ability allows you to kind of like counter. And Karlak, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw uh, Mm -hmm. as he tries to dominate your mind. Huh? Have I been hurt? Not yet. Ask about hellish rebuke, but let's. um... No, this hasn't (laughs) caused you any damage yet. No, no, no. So, um, sorry. Wisdom save. <laughs> it's a four altogether. Okay. So you, do, well, you feel this invasive <laughs> presence, and you are next to Will, uh, and you basically receive this mental order to attack uh, Will, basically on your turn, um, and that is going to be his turn. Uh, and then we go to Shadowheart. Uh, right. Well. Okay. Wait. I've been zombified, mate. Sorry. Um, Now, I will say it's a concentration, so if you can damage him, he might lose his concentration on this. um, I'm going to. I think I'm going to go for Guiding Bolt. Oh, very good. Guiding Bolt. Who do I choose to do it on? Guys. That's controlling the barbarian. Bodhi? Yeah, Bodhi, yeah. Bodhi. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it as a spell slot. So, so yeah. you do it as a second level, yeah, a high level slot. Level. Okay. I'm gonna go big. So going about, you have to roll to hit first. Uh, so it's using your, it might be on your middle sheet there, it might have like an attack bonus for Guiding Bolt on the middle, uh, kind of like where your weapons and stuff are. No, it's uh, on our story, 
be in the description below. I might have written it down. Shah's blessing. Sacred flame. In that case, on your second sheet, um, your spell attack bonus at the very top. Spell. Plus five. Plus five. So you're going to roll, you add plus five, and you've got to beat Bodhi's AC. Okay. On my D20. Yeah. Oh, other thing, you currently have uh, Bing Bong with you. I um, have Bing Bong! So if you would like, either he can act on his turn, I'll roll initiative for him, or he can give you the help action and give you advantage on the mm. attack. I'm gonna go for yeah, giving for sure. me advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like on your on your thing, and he's just like, eh, and he's pointing, trying to like help guide your aim, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, this is you roll twice, take the highest. Uh, D twenty. Yep. D twenty yep. plus five. Eight. Oh, you get to roll twice and pick the highest. Yep. So like, let's hope Bing Bong comes through. Come on, come on, Bing Bong. Twelve plus five, seventeen. Sister. That hits. That hits. Yes. Uh, and okay. now you roll the damage. <laughs> so what's the card say of the damage normally? Uh, on At higher levels, when you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the damage increases by 1d6. And what does it say about the normal damage in the normal text? 4d6. So Whoa, 5d6 damage. Nice, so you're actually going to need like a bunch of people's dice, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Going down. Real power. You might get one more. Oh, my own. Right. All five of these. Absolutely. Right. I've got two sixes, so that's 12. Uh, plus 10 is 22. 22. Nice. Nice. You watch as this golden light, or this kind of like almost tinged with like an eclipse. There's like a darkness within it, and then golden light on the outside maybe just a silvery hint as well as it shoots out as you channel this divine energy and as it strikes Bodhi it burns her um, as it kind of scorches her body as the radiant light thank you (laughs) Um, yeah like Bodhi so like yeah like you kind of feel this intense like rippling pain as the the radiant energy strikes you as well are we Um, out of combat to move her out or is she still very much she is just about still in I think looking hurt hurt, but still alive Um, anything else on your turn, Shadowheart, would you like to move? Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy where I am. Okay. I don't want to move. Can I do uh, a bonus here? You absolutely can. Yeah, can I, um... MVP. Uh... Invoke... No, Blessing of the Trickster. As an action, you can touch one creature and give it advantage on stealth checks. I'm worried about Gale. Okay. So I'm gonna give him, uh... Well, it has to be a creature you can touch. You'd have to move up to him. Ah, okay, fine, I'll move up to him. Okay, fine. Sure, I can move. Thank right, you. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to reach, ah. Gail, so you start making your way towards him. You can always do it on your next turn. Okay. Question. Yeah. Is the imp familiar now? Um, not quite familiar, it's just a good friend. It's just a good friend. No, just a good friend for this. Alright, to move, move yeah, things yeah. along, if you're all good, Will, you're up next. Mm-hmm. I want to cast Eldritch Blast. Yeah, who are you targeting? Uh, as well, okay. Alrighty. Yeah, so uh, you look up Eldritch Blast. It should be in your middle column as well that you'll have the bonuses and stuff. Um, so next to your weapons, uh, Eldritch Blast on there. On my sheet. Yeah, 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 I've got it. Yeah, you've got it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it should be plus five, I think. Yeah. Uh, cool. So you're going to need to roll to hit. I'm sorry, Amelia. They're, I know. they're bullying you. So I'm bullying my sister. I just wanted to roll with dice. Okay. <laughs> I've got an eight. Eight plus, or is so that eight total? Uh, eight plus five, would it be? Yeah, it will be add your bonus. So that uh, yes, is 13. 13. That does not hit. So you, yeah. <sighs> you dodge to the side. Yeah, she'll, she'll just kind of slide <laughs> And then... <laughs> Alrighty. He's uh, funny. Anything else on your turn? <laughs> I find his heroics rather tiresome. Um, if it is a, I'll allow it for this. Normally you don't, but the D and D rules are complicated. But if it's a bonus action, I'll say yes. But if it's not a bonus action, then no, I'm afraid. Mm. Okay. Well, All right. You'll leave that one. Yeah. Would you like to move? No. Okay. Alrighty. In that case, uh, <laughs> Lazel and Karlak, what are your dexterity scores? 14. 14. It's the number below the uh, big number. Uh, on the very far side. One. 
Oh, wait, wait, 13. 13. So, Karlak, you're going to go first, and then it's going to be Lazelle. Karlak, I'm afraid it's your turn. Uh oh. Uh oh. No one took out the wizard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fight him. (laughs) Kill. I haven't taken out my weapons, so I'm unarmed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that, like, you're just, like, in a blind sort of, like, you have no control, so just. Um, but like, what's the story? Yeah. Am I under someone's control? Yeah, you are under John Aranis' control, and he's like, so "Yep, what fight can him." I... Oh, he's told me to fight him. Yep, yep, sorry, draw. mate. Yep, yep. <laughs> Beat him to death, How? basically, please. Um, I have to unarm strike. Yeah, but I won't rage. <laughs> um, that's fine. So it's, it's, it's it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's roll poorly. It's a ten plus a four. Fourteen. Yeah. Does that hit your AC? Oh, your top of your AC. Yes, it oh, yeah, it does. It does. Up. Unfortunately, Karlak clocks you with a like a you know uh, a haymaker. <laughs> uh, how much damage did you do, Karlak? Two. Two points of damage. There you go. That's not too, not bad. too bad. Very well played, Um But yeah, you kind of punch, and at the end of the turn, you get to make another wisdom saving throw. No. <laughs> so you're just completely mindless, just pummeling will, completely un- unable to control your body. You're aware of what's going on, just no power. Lazel! The wizard out. <laughs> right. I don't know if I can do this, but I'd, I'd really like it. to... I'd really like to... Um, set Bing Bong on fire and throw him at you. Yes. And maybe perhaps use this jump card. Okay. Yeah, so you, you would have to... So that's the next. You, you, you have to cast... I've been lying here all day. It's been like, like, I'm going to use it. Um, you know what? Like, you normally have to cast jump. We'll just say you can jump because it's right. just you jumping. It's fine. Uh, we'll make it a bonus action this time around. When you say, how are you going to set Bing Bong on fire? Um, well, I don't know. Perhaps, um, Put him on yeah, yeah. perhaps maybe a I mean, honestly, or... actually, holding him up to Carla yeah, yeah. would Probably. set him yeah. on fire. Yeah. yeah, so you pick, <laughs> you pick up Bing Bong, who's like, ah! Uh, you hold him up to Carlac until he is on fire, yeah. and it's then an you want to throw him at the mage, Irenicus. Yes. I love it. Um, if you can make, a, as if you were making an attack with a javelin, do you have a javelin or anything on your sheet? I can't remember. I, I have a great it. sword. Something okay, yeah, make it as if you're using your great sword. Unarmed strike, that's it. You're not well ranged. No, I think I probably didn't give her one. That's unfortunate. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, she's got one now. Well, she's got one now. She's got an imp. So, yeah, we'll say this is a thrown weapon. Uh, it is improvised, so do it with disadvantage. Improvise. So improvised. So you roll twice and take the lowest, but attack as if you're using your great sword, so plus five. Okay. So two. And seven. And a five. Five. You pick uh, you pick up Big Bong, you set him on fire, you hurl him. Uh, the problem is, is uh, whilst he is uh, sort of resistant to fire, the impact of being thrown full force like against the floor um, kills Bing Bong. No! And the I knew last I thing, hated you, Lazel. The last thing you hear, the l- Karlak, completely possessed by this mage, but still aware of it, he is in Infernal, I don't want to go back up! And then he just splat. Um, as he splats against the ground and vanishes in a puff of ashes and smoke. And he's not dead, he's just gone back to hell. That's what they tell you. He's not dead, he's gone to hell And again. now you kill her. Yeah, yeah I'll get you, you back for this, Lazel. Now, um, let's not turn amongst ourselves. <laughs> would you like to move, Lazel? Sure, let's move towards you. Sure. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You can get here, um, and then next to you can, like... Can I jump up <coughs> to that Oh, thing? actually, no, yeah, you said you've got yeah, a jump go spell. Do you want to jump up next yeah, to man, games? Yeah, why not? Jump. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, he turns nice. around. Nice. Very well, I shall deal with you blade to blade. Yeah. Uh, and then that's going to be this ogre. Bodhi, sister. <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, goody. So. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm not interested in you anymore. Thank God. And I just cartwheel <laughs> oh, no. across to here. No, no. Oh. no that's not good. And uh, pop up behind her. Guess who? And I just shove the blade into your back. Oh, well. <laughs> She's like, I didn't realise that could happen. <laughs> I, I can take damage. Not rolling, just doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Let's see. So you do okay. need two attacks as well, though. I do. It. And I think you forgot that last time. Oh, 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 shit. oh. That's not, that feels very much like 
<laughs> so this unfortunately hasn't come up on your side of the table oh, yet. Right. But when you roll a natural 20, oh, a 20 on the 20 down. sided oh, dice, man. that's what we call a critical hit. It's really hard. And you, a critical hit. And you double the damage that you do. And unfortunately, Bodhi, when an ally is adjacent to the target, very it's much like, like a rogue attack, gets sneak that's attack. That's really awful, man. So oh, this is going to be... How much is this? This is going to hurt a lot. Yeah, this is going to be 3d6 there. plus 3, <laughs> no, plus another 3d6. Would you like to make my d6, sister? Thank you very much. 5, 10, 14, look at that! 28, 38. Oh my god! What's your... 14 doubled, 28 plus 3, 31. You're dead. Um, so, Bodhi pops up behind Lazel, plunges the knife into your back, and you take 31 points of damage, Lazel. Are you unconscious, or rather at zero hit points? Very fucked. Minus a few. Yes. So you, and you feel this blade as she catches like your internal autonomy, and you. We're not gonna say you're unconscious because I like you guys still being able to roleplay, but you are bleeding out. You are dying at this point. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of crumble to the ground. Um, you've got another attack. I though. have. Night, night. Holy shit. Um, can I use more movement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only moved that? a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so I'm just gonna flip back to a starring. Okay. He's. Hello. Nearby, this seems like fun. So let's play again, shall we? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> again, why is this so hot? <laughs> Actually, can I undo the move? Yeah. I'm gonna stay where I am. You go. And uh. Can I help her feel a little slighted? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna reach into a pocket and pull out a throwing star and hurl it straight at you, a star for a star. Fair enough. Oh, not very good. <laughs> Let's see this. Oh, that's not great. No. Okay, catch it with your head. Yeah. Ching. <laughs> Grab it. God, you're annoying. Yes. <laughs> End of turn? Yes. All right. Uh, Gail, just before your turn. Uh, you hear footsteps as you guys have been making your way down. Uh, you see that drow figure, Drist, uh, kind of running up to try and join the fight, but he will call out to you. Uh, he will say, The engine, the machine, destroy the machine. You'll, he'll destroy him and the other. Destroy the machine. And he's like calling this as it echoes down the corridor. And Gail, we come to your turn. Um, Fortunate. Right, okay, I'm, I'm taking the subtle hint. <laughs> I think I have to destroy the machine. It's madness, he's just what, no! No, I don't <laughs> What can I use? There's so many things. Um, what's going to have the best thing? Well, magic missile. I was going to yes. say, because magic it cannot miss. Good. Yeah. Gonna be, what level would you like to cast it at? Oh, the very highest. <laughs> so second level. Second level. All right. So what this looks like, we're not going to roll damage uh, because as you fire this gale, you kind of. What does it look like? This conjures like four like like projectiles <coughs> of magic. How does this kind of look uh, as you cast it? Great long fiery missile. Like, kind of like, <laughs> like, like darts, like throwing them out like javelins. Vicious things. You watch as they impact into this machine and that red lightning crackles and disperses and you watch as the mage is like, no! As he calls out, I will not be caged! I will not be contained! No! And he like looks back up and as the thing cracks and breaks, this lightning begins to spin faster and faster until it eventually erupts. Uh, Asterion, you are immediately dropped to zero as this lightning blast hits you. But so are the mage and the vampire as they are incinerated yes. uh, by I, this blast of lightning. As I start lightning. dropping to zero, can I just like make eye contact with her and just go... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as this machine detonates uh, and with this blast of lightning as these two are incinerated, you watch as the prisoners are de-shackled from the, the back wall. Um, you guys can run up. The effect of the Dominate immediately ends. Uh, help them. Got yeah, that. Will, you run up. You mm -hmm. can, like, uh, Lazelle is, like, bleeding out, but the two of you and Shadowheart can kind of get them up. Um, and, yeah, the machine is destroyed. And you guys have not only succeeded in saving Tav, but saving uh, another city from a future fate. And unfortunately, we have to wrap it up this quick because it is time to end this little one-shot episode. Uh, so I, I'm sorry for the rather abrupt ending. Sometimes this happens. You know, we wish we had like, you know, all the hours in the day to play, uh, but we've got to wrap things up here. Um, if we can, just a quick sort of final goodbye, if you can just say who you are, maybe some places where maybe people can find you on the internet. Um, and then, yeah, we will see, see this out. And a huge thank you to Mark. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, thank you, Mark. And to Amelia as well. And to Amelia as well.
time, sister. We'll get him yeah. next time. Um, but yeah, so uh, Theo, if you just want to start, just the last, like, you know, who you are, how, who you play in Baldur's Gate, and where people can, might be able to find you on the internet. Yeah, this has been Theo Solomon playing Will Ravenguard, and you can find me on Instagram at under- Theo underscore Solomon. Samantha Bale, I play Karlak, and you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm Jennifer English, and I play Shadowheart, God's favorite princess. And uh, you can find me on at on Twitch, uh, Instagram, and other things. I think I'm all at Jennifer, Jennifer J English. I've been Deborah Wild playing Lazelle. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still Neil Newborn, and you can find me uh, playing Astarian, darling. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Neil Newborn. I'm Tim Downey, I've been playing Gale, and I'm on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, or X, as it is now. Still still nothing, still nothing. Yeah. Uh, at Tim Downey 1, thank you. Wonderful. Um, and then Amelia as well? I'm Amelia Tyler, um, and I've been playing Bodhi today. <laughs> and now narrated, yeah. sometimes. Oh, and narrated. Joint narrated. Joint narrated. Uh, you can find me on all the things, um, but I'm on, I'm on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube and stuff. Um, and I've been your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock Humes. I'm the DM here over on High Rollers D&D. Uh, we actually have a brand new D&D campaign starting up, hopefully uh, later on this year. So if you subscribe to the channel, you subscribe to our Twitch, you'll get notifications on when that's begun. If you'd like to watch me running my uh, usual crew, not this lovely cast, but my usual crew, through our brand new campaign that's going to be starting up very soon. Um, and you can catch all of our previous stuff on YouTube. You can find me online, Sherlock Humes, and many other places, and High Rollers D&D as well. Um, we are so grateful. Thank you, cast, so much for coming in. And playing DD. I hope you've had a lovely time. Amazing. Um, and uh, a huge thank you to Larian Studios for not just making an awesome game, but also helping bringing us together and sort of making this happen, really, and like coordinating it all. So thank you, Larian. Um, and yeah, till next time, uh, gather your party, adventure forth, and play some DD. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.